Despite his young age, he was given that distinguished position that Hazrat Umar had made him a part of his shura while Hazrat Umar was the khalifa, while he was Amir al-Mu'mineen. Some senior sahaba sort of questioned this, that he is part of this gathering, this shura, this group. Whereas some of our sons are his age, meaning that he is like the age of those who are, the rest of those who are here, everyone is like his father, the age of his father, so to say. So he is a child compared to the rest of us in terms of age. But you've included him in this shura. So Umar didn't say anything much, he just let it pass. But on one occasion, then to try and make it clear to everybody that the distinguished position that somebody is sometimes given is not necessarily based on a person's age, based on a person's ability, his virtue. Once Umar suddenly out of the blue asked one question. He asked a question about Surah Nasrullah wal What's the meaning of this? So everybody gave something, explained something, what they understood to be the meaning of it. And then he asked Abdullah bin Abbas, after everybody else had completed, so he gave the answer and said that in this surah actually, the parting of Rasulullah <coughs> for dunya has been announced and mentioned. So Umar said that I don't know anything else about this but that what you have said. In other words, what you said is the right answer. Because Abdullah bin Abbas, when explaining this hadith, he says that it was clear to me that Hazrat Umar was trying to display to the others that don't take it for granted that this person is of very young age, so he doesn't deserve the position he's been given. He deserves the position because of his knowledge, because of his expertise, because of his virtue. So this was the rank that he had achieved among the Sahaba. Despite his young age, this is the position that the Amirul Mu'minin of the time is giving him preference over so many others who are so far ahead of him in terms of age, etc. In any case, the question is that, mashallah, he gained this very distinguished position, but did this just happen like that? Are there some things that happen in the background that brought him to this position? So very often, the end result is seen but whether there's something that became the means of it in the background, that's not noticed. That's not known either. Therefore, Sheikh Rahmatullah used to say that those who see our end, he spoke about himself just because those who were close to him and associated with him, so he was giving them advice. So because he was giving them advice, he spoke about himself. He says those who see our end life and try to put that in front of them, they'll get deviated. So you must see our initial life. In other words, there would be those who now would be looking at how things are happening currently. Currently means in the latter part of life, 
where things are apparently very, very now comparatively comfortable, easy, and meaning in the sense of the work of Deen also, there isn't any major difficulty in doing whatever tasks are required. The means are available, the infrastructure is in place, there's so many things that are now just happening very, very comfortably, easily. And a uh, lot of people there to take the message, people are there to now receive things in a very ready way. So those who will just see this and think everything just happened like that, they'll go straight. You should see how things started off, what difficulties were undergone in the initial stages, what kind of hardships were born very patiently, and how things slowly, gradually, finally built up to what it came to. The person who sees that initial part, then he will stay guided. He will stay on the right track because he knows, okay, you can't expect things to fall in the, from the sky. You've got to work for it. You've got to battle that effort you will make. You will try. You will keep. Sometimes there won't be anybody to listen to you. Sometimes there will be one person listening to you. Sometimes you will be working day long and nobody to take any message from you. But when you persevere in time, Allah Ta'ala will open the door. So the thing is that sometimes there's and generally this is the case, there's a lot of things happen in the background that is not necessarily known to everybody and is not noticed and later in time there's nobody there to even sometimes inform others what happened because those who had seen it too are gone. So likewise, as Abdullah bin Abbas received this great position, this great honor, this great titles, this great recognition from the Khalifa of the time and all these things happened but what was in the background? So many things could have been there, but there was one particular occasion where he he grabbed the opportunity. Now sometimes it is that that moment that a person grabs that opportunity and it just opens doors for him. There was a moment of where he had the opportunity of some khidmat for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi came out and he saw that this already the water for the wudu etc. Everything is in place. So he inquired who did this. So he was informed Abdullah bin Abbas. So on that occasion, Nabi Wasallam gave him some dua. Allahumma allimhu al-kitab wa faqihu fiddin. Now that dua at that particular moment, in that time, when that opportunity was there and he grabbed it, and this was that special moment, that dua Nabi Wasallam made for him, wa faqihu fiddin, he became habrul ummah. Now, the lesson in this is, that from time to time, opportunities will present themselves in different ways. It might be that opportunity that a person at that time just felt that this I should wake up and make some dua now. Now the thought didn't just come by chance. That was an inspiration. Now, there was some special moment and that was inspired into him. It was up to him now whether to grab it or whether he leaves it. But that moment he didn't let go by, he grabbed that opportunity. It might have been a little bit uncomfortable to wake up at that time. It might have been a cold night or whatever, but that his eyes opened the thought came in his heart, so he didn't just dismiss it. But this is a good thought, it's something that doesn't just come on its own. Allah Ta'ala inspired this thought, so there's something special in this moment. So let me grab it. So he just latches on that moment, Allah knows best, that particular moment could be more valuable to him than all the other moments that have passed. And that dua in that time might come from that depth of the heart, which probably never was experienced before. So from time to time, this is just one example, from time to time, different ways, different kind of opportunities to progress in deen, to get ahead, those opportunities will present themselves in various ways. 
Now that inspiration that comes at that time in the heart, that good thought that comes, that is a gift from the side of Allah Ta'ala. That is an opportunity. And a person who latches on that opportunity, that moment might just be a turning point in his life. It might just transform everything. It just depends on what he grabs. So we should not let these opportunities go. Leave it, okay, today let me carry on sleeping, tomorrow I'll see. Or today now this opportunity is there to do this good deed, leave it for next time, we'll see some other time. That other time might not come. If it comes, it may not come with this extent of sincerity that might happen at this time. If it comes, it might come, maybe Allah knows best whether we'll respond to it or not. So all these factors, we don't know what's the outcome. Now, now is now. Tomorrow is unknown. Tomorrow is uncertain. We don't have any idea about tomorrow. But opportunity comes now, something that is within one's capacity, we try to do it. We try to achieve whatever we can now. Then that will open the doorway for more tomorrow. And that will open the doorway for greater opportunities as well. Allah Ta'ala